Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There we go. We're hot. There's some Calcils for you. Paul Calcil joins us on the hotline with a brand new Christmas record. Paul, welcome. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for having me on today. Great. We were just talking about uh, your era of music uh, and how it still has appeal to those of us. Uh, and I'm in the club. I'm a I'm a baby boomer, and right. we still love our music. We still go out and we purchase music. We go out uh, to concerts that feature the bands we grew up with. Is that unique to baby boomers, in your opinion? Absolutely, I think it is, because there's so many of us, so many years are included in that generation of baby boomers. And we just, we never had MTV, we didn't have VH1, we, you know, there was none of this, you know, um, uh, downloading or any of this. Like what you said in your, your, your pre-thing there was that we would hear a radio, we'd hear the song, we'd go and get the album, and usually before we even played the album, we'd read the album. You know, and there was all sorts of liner notes and this and that, and and I miss it. I, I miss the touching of, of 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 the albums, of the music, you know, and reading up on how it might have been done, or just all the stuff that goes with the hard the hard copy. You know, I was told, you know, uh, Omnivore, our record company, said, yeah, it's going to be a digital download only. And so I said to the president, I go, well, where do I get it? <laughs> you know, and he goes, download it. Uh, anyway, you can go to Omnivore and get it, the EP, you know, and, and you can download it from them. But it is a different world out there. And I think that our people are, you know, like what you were saying, they, they went, they heard it, they got the record, and then they had to go see the band. And I talked to a lot of audiences, audience members, and they're all saying, this is the way I want to end my musical career, you know, with going to a concert, and they're still doing it, you know, and God love them all, because I've gone to the lobby after the people are already in their seats, and the walls are just littered with, uh, you know, a chairs and uh, walkers and you know uh, remote chairs and it's incredible to to see what our people go through so they can go to the concert and they can be there live and see this all live 
Do you think, uh, Paul, that nostalgia is a little bit of a, a double-edged sword? Because obviously you want to grow as a musician and try different things and be creative. I'm talking about musicians in general. I'm sure you probably yeah. fit into that category as well. But a lot of people who grew up with the music want to hear the songs that they grew up with. So how do you try to evolve while also pleasing that segment of the audience that uh, is kind of there for the old hits? Yep, and you know the, it's it's a double double blade, you know, because the thing is is, gosh, how do I say it? Um, I'm tongue tied right now. Um, it, it, what was the exact question again? Just the, the of nostalgia and and how, and how do you grow as a musician when you're tied so much to your musical past? That's well, what you have to do it. is is keep writing. You know, and keep moving on personally in, in what you feel music is to you. However, you know, if somebody calls us and goes, guys, we want you to do a show. We want it to be 20 minutes. We want your five hits, and, and that's it. Well, we're happy to do that as well, you know, because we're, we're nostalgic for those times as well. Look at, you know, when we're doing a concert with the whole band and not like on a Happy Together tour, you know, we try to sneak in uh, songs off of rhythm. You know, and, and we'll even say, you know, hey, if anybody needs to go to the bathroom, go ahead. We're going to do an original song, you know. And for whatever reason, though, our people, they clap for the new stuff. Although they love the old stuff so much, they're still open-minded enough to, to hear what they're wanting to hear. And I think if you're giving them that, then you're accepted whether you're doing new stuff or old stuff. Talking uh, with Paul Cowsill from the band, the Cowsills. They've got a brand-new Christmas offering out called the Christmas Offering from the Cowsills, uh, which I'm sure is doing extremely well. I'm, I'm always curious. We talked early in the show when we announced that you were going to join us about the number of musical groups that were uh, tied to family. And uh, we mentioned the Jacksons and, and several others, the Partridge family. The list goes on and on. Was that just kind of a thing in that era, or did you? Did, how did the Cowsills uh, form and come together and decide that hey, we're going to give this a shot? Right. Well, back in the fifties, you know, when even the older guys were really young rugrats, my mom was an angel at singing, and she just took Billy, who was our oldest brother, and you know, loved singing so much that she taught him how to harmonize. And then they were harmonizing together. And then our dad was in the Navy for 30 years. He comes back from some trip and brings a guitar and gives it to Bill. And, and Bill just picked the way out. This is well before Elvis, you know, well, Elvis was happening, but he hadn't hit it big. I mean, we're talking the 50s. And, and, and it just kind of went from there, you know. And so then Bill, you know, looking for somebody, he saw Bob and he taught Bob how to play the guitar. And then those two would go around, you know, just singing together at the church socials, you know, the regular uh, start places. And um, and so then, you know, all of us started getting interested in that. And, of course, the Beatles finally did come because we were doing hootenannies and folk music prior to the Beast Boys, honestly. And we were all in that. I mean, Mom, my brother Richard, who was never in the band, the Cowsills, he was all a part of that. And we were all there, really little, little kids. 
And then we just kept going and going, and the Beatles came out, you know, and Bob and Bill, they're going, oh, my gosh, look at this. We can." They didn't even realize, well, what is that weird guitar with four strings? They didn't even know there was a bass guitar, you know, involved in music. And, and they just, you know, they just saddled up to it, and they played and played. And at one point, I've got to imagine, you know, because I think Dad might have been tired of buying stuff without getting anything back. And so he came to all of us and said, all right, you guys, well, here we go. We've got all the gear, and you guys are pretty darn good. Is this something you want to do? And, and everybody went, yeah, yeah, let's do this. And he went up to Brown University, um, and uh, we set up in the, uh, you know, in their big courtyard and just started playing, and all these frats and fraternities kept coming up, handing, you know, my dad would hand out cards, and boy, it really started that way, and then all of a sudden, we're playing Greek weekends, and, you know, they're asking, they're asking my dad, can we give you a, a, a $100 more and have them do Wooly Bully yet again? Because <laughs> we'd do Wooly Bully like three or four times a night, and, uh, and it just started along like that, you know, and and it became serious. We lived in Newport, Rhode Island, where they had the yacht races and the folk festival and the jazz festival. So we were, although we were on a really small island, we were really in a hub. And, you know, we were playing clubs around Newport. And, you know, people from the Today Show happened to be in for the yacht races. And they saw the guys, you know, somewhere. And all of a sudden, they're booking the Today Show with Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs. That's how long ago it was. And then from that, somebody from a record company, Mercury Records, actually, it was Artie Kornfeld, he saw that and, you know, and then got a hold of us. And he says, I've written a song for you guys. It's called The Flower Girl. Well, he couldn't use The Flower Girl because there was already a song out and a hit that, that said Flower Girl in it. So Artie decided to name it The Rain in the Park and other things, which is uh, one of those funny songs where you never sing the title of the song. And Boy, I'll tell you, from that rain, the park, and other things, we finally did get on a bus tour, and it, it was just like the Partridge Family bus tour, and we went all over the United States. By the time we got to California, we were a big hit. <laughs> so who <laughs> could <stuff>. tell? <laughs> so this, uh, this, this Christmas EP that you got out digitally, like you mentioned, yep. downloadable, uh, it's called A Christmas Offering, which I think is like the most humble name for a record. I hope Taylor Swift comes out with the, a Taylor Swift offering, her next album. So what is yeah. the what is the offering? And uh, I know you've got two original songs plus Winter Wonderland. What went into the, the composition and the, and the production of those two songs? Well, we, you know, we signed to Onivore last year, and, you know, we were in there with Rhythm of the World, our new album, and they're loving that, you know. But Omnivore is a company that just likes to put out a lot of stuff, you know. And so they were asking us what else we might have. And so we told them, wow, we got this Christmas song that we've had forever. We just haven't been able to put it out because we haven't really had a record company in 50 years. And uh, they heard it, and they loved it. Now, they heard it last, like, October, and they wanted to rush it right through last year. You know, and we hadn't even mixed or mastered it yet. And so they were, but they were really anxious to do it. They loved the song. They went, oh, my God, a real traditional song as opposed to a pop song with Christmas lyrics. This is, you know, this is a real original sounding right like, a, uh, you know, a uh, Christmas carol should sound. And then Some Good Years, well, that's a song we did a while ago, and it just talks about you might have a lot of, a lot of negatives or, you know, a lot of things go wrong when you're younger. But, you know, as you keep growing and stay alive and get old enough, all the good shines through. You seem to forget all the negatives and all the positives seems to 
just go along with you. That's our kind of that's how we look at it. And so that's what that's about. And then we, during the time of recording the new album, we had some time. And so we went and acapella, we did an acapella album. And what we did was we acapella all the hits. And Bob goes, yeah, we'll do the hits and we'll do them acapella and put all the instruments in with our voices. And I go, why are we going to do those songs yet again? He goes, because it'll be fun. And, and true it was. And boy, it came out great. And so Winter Wonderland was a part of that acapella album. And being Christmas, we just pulled it off of that and put it here as one of these three songs. Well, in, impressive stuff. The fact that you're still excited and, and doing new music uh, this yeah. long into your career is pretty amazing. It's surreal to be able to talk to someone from the Cow Sills because I'm one of those baby boomers who yeah. kind of came up with you and certainly remembers your music from that time. Uh, we really right. appreciate it. You're going to be out on tour in 2024. You've got your brand new Christmas record. Things are churning for you. Paul. They're churning or they're churning. Because <laughs> I don't know what we're going to turn to, but we keep getting booked. People keep showing up to the shows. Do you know on the Happy Together Tour, and there are six acts, so you're going to have 30 million sellers being sung to you that night. Hey, you might not have original people in a particular band, but it's all about the songs. And, and, and I think that's what's kept us going, all of us, all of us baby boomers, that the songs were, were so singable, and we all sang them. And, you know, we'd be at school in grammar school, and we'd all be singing it. And it was just a movement, and, and the baby boomers were a big part of it. Uh, most baby boomers I talk to, they're coming to the show. They, they're not going to be watching a video. Look, we had no MTV. We had no VH. One, we knew how we had to. We had to go to the concert to see this band live, and people want to do that still. They want to see the live bands. They don't want to like see it on video all the time. So yeah. Well, good stuff, and we really do appreciate you coming on to talk about your experience with the Cal Sills. Best of luck in the new year and uh, with your new Christmas record, Paul. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.